And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you as a courtesy from our Patreon supporters. They support the show so you don't have to listen to commercials other than maybe some of that amazing um, that amazing travel agent. What was his name? Uh, Justin, over and away with me travel. Of course, of course we need to talk about him a little bit. But other than that, you're not getting any commercials, guys. And that's because of those guys. Now listen, I might be a little biased here, but when I say that they support the show, they also get free content and a lot of shenanigans happens over on the Patreon side. And when I say, eh, we have some fun, Guys, I mean, we have a lot of fun, so maybe consider joining them. If not, let's give them at least a round of applause and say thank you for a commercial-free, amazing show. Round one is over. (laughs) Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that we all started by a month. Can we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen. Start your engine! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and happy, happy new year to you, our DDP family. We missed you over our two-week break. Uh, We talked to our patron a little bit, but we missed you, our DDP family. We hope you had an amazing Christmas and an amazing new year with those you love, your friends, and uh, you created some of those memories we talk about that will last a lifetime. Uh, But we're back. We're back in 2022. That sounds weird to say. And uh, we're ready to talk Disney, man. We're running to a new year. And tonight, I am joined by one of my brothers here. Two of our our good buddies are are not able to make it tonight for different reasons. But man, am I excited to be looking at this guy's face. Mr. Joe, how are you, sir? What's going on, brother? Happy New Year to you and your family. Looks like from the uh, social media post, you guys uh, had a good time in the uh, Palmetto State over the New Year's. Yeah, man, it was good. It was The weather's just been crazy. Like It doesn't feel like Christmas. It didn't feel like New Year's. And all of a sudden... We get through that, and then we get to today, and it's freezing. It was 36 when I took Riley to school this morning. Yeah, I definitely feel bad for all of uh, our friends up in the Northeast, uh, like Virginia and Mid-Atlantic and up in the Northeast. Got pounded with that snowstorm. Uh, It wasn't too bad here. It was like in the 50s, 60s, so I'll take it, but I definitely don't miss that stuff at all. You didn't want to be sitting on I-95 today? Oh, I felt bad for those people, man. That's why you always always keep like a pillow in your truck or like maybe a little bit of like, I have some uh, emergency supply food. I know I'm like one of those preppers kind of guys and uh, it's like 72 hours. I always keep it in my car. You never know when you need it. You just like add like water or whatever. Always keep that. A couple bottles of water. You never know when you're going to come up with that kind of uh, that stuff. That looked awful, man. Absolutely awful. For those of you who don't know, there was a... Tractor trailer that jackknifed two of them, so it closed the interstate, but there was also a ton of snow, and people were stuck on the interstate for over 24 hours, some people. Yeah, not good. It's insanity. It's, it's absolutely insane. There was one time, not before we get into the episode, when I was on my honeymoon, I don't been married like 24 hours, and we went to Aruba. We went to Aruba and Walt Disney World. Those were our two. We did two weeks for our honeymoon, and we went to Aruba first, and we rented a four-door Wrangler, and for those people who know Aruba, one side of the island's like you know, populated, so hotels, the south side. And then north side island is just beach and, you know, rocky and all that kind of stuff. So we decided we're going to go off-roading in the Wrangler. And little did I know, it had rained the day before we got there, which they don't get a lot of rain in Aruba. Nope. 
and I sunk the Jeep all the way to the door wells in quicksand. Oh. First day married. We had a half bottle of water. Now, if I had known the island a little better, I would have known that I could have probably, you know, walked maybe a quarter mile to a house, you know, and, and just over the hill. But I thought w- this is we're stranded. I felt like Clark Griswold in in National Lampoon's vacation when he's going through the desert and they're already at the tow truck place. So anyway, uh, I tried to put rocks under the tires, did all this stuff. And uh, a tow- we finally got through uh, a fisherman came by and the fisherman goes, oh, you guys in trouble. And he calls a tow truck. Tow truck comes out and they go, that'll be 400 bucks just to tow it out. Just to get it out of there. And I'm like, come on, man. You know, we're, dude, we're newlyweds. We had no money. And uh, we, Katie has a great video. She'd have to find it because we went to a car wash and there's a guy spraying our Jeep down, got all the mud off. And then in the next one over, there's another guy spraying me off because I just had mud that caked <laughs> all over me. So that was our first adventure in less than 24 hours after being married. As somebody who's, uh, well, I still haven't, I haven't gotten, been in a while, but my parents still go. I went to Aruba for years, uh, my teenage years. I've gotten in a lot of trouble on the other side of that island, trust me, going off-roading with uh, cars I shouldn't have had on the other side of the island. But uh, yeah, that's also probably before the days of Google Maps where you could just pull out your phone and see what kind of buildings were around you either. Oh, yeah, there was nothing. I mean, like, I, you know, it was it was crazy. So anyway, it's, yeah. it's definitely, uh, it was a learning experience for me. I'm not allowed to rent Fordo Wranglers anymore. <laughs> um so but other than that man everything's good yeah man can't complain uh got marathon weekend coming up this week uh so not feeling as great as i usually have for marathon weekend uh just full disclosure to you guys i uh, haven't been in the best shape uh that i you know for a race coming up and um you know but i'm just gonna try to get through it i'm not gonna quit uh, i just want to just i'm just treating it as a long training run a very expensive long training run but uh uh, the weather doesn't look good either, and I know we may get into this a little bit later on the show, but it's supposed to be really hot this weekend, and that's not good. That's not conducive for running. It's great for spectating, not good for running. So, but we'll see. We'll get to get through it, and it's gonna be great to be down at Walt Disney World, see everybody down there as well. So that's that's the positives. This is your opportunity to do care. Are they doing character photos? Uh, I've read that they are doing them at the expo. I don't know if they're. They will probably be out in the course too, but they may be distanced. But they're I think, but yeah. I believe that they're doing uh, them at the expo as well. But I guess that's to be determined. We'll see. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, dude, it'll still be fun, man. It's a good weekend down there. Um, and look, there's a there's a few DDP people that are going to be there to run, too. Yeah, so, so. Jo- John has reached out to me as well, and hopefully yeah. we'll get to meet up. And I know he's doing dopey, I believe. He's doing so. dopey, man, so I hope he crushes it. Yeah, it's four days in a row. That's a lot of waking up early. But if you've trained for it, um, it's honestly the first couple of days are easy because really you haven't even gotten through the half of it till the marathon Sunday. That's when you kind of hit the halfway point. But uh it's, it's not that bad. It's more of just like taking care of yourself uh, because you're down in Walt Disney World. You're having a good time. You're there with friends. If you're part of a running club, you're seeing those people down there. And you've got to remember that you've got to take care of your body when you're there. You've got to stay off your feet. You've got to go to bed early. You've got to eat the right things. You want to have those snacks, right? You want to have all those goodies that, you know, calories don't count in Disney, right? But when you're, when you're there for a race, especially for Dopey, you're running four consecutive days and that's not something that you want to do. So that's the hardest part about that is really just kind of being like, you know what? I'm doing dopey. I treated my dopey experience, Justin, as almost like a business trip. Okay. And because because it was like six months of training. And you know what? I was there, I was there to do a job. 
I was there to run those four races. I was there too. Now, granted, the 5K took it easy. The 10K took it easy. But I'll tell you what, dude. Like, when I got done on Marathon Sunday, you know, I ran 48.6 miles. I was like, this is, I felt fantastic because I took care of myself. I was there for a mission. And then I stayed for a couple of days afterwards. That's when I really turned on and had a good time. So that's why I started eating all the crap. I deserved it. I had four days of running. Have your snacks. Stay out late. Have a good time. That's when you had the good time. But that's the hardest part. It's just really staying off your feet, taking care of yourself because, you know, you don't get one shot at it, right? For that year, you've had a whole training cycle and you definitely, not that you want to blow it. It's supposed to be for fun, but, you know, you want to get through it. You want to enjoy it at the same time. And my dopey experience, I'm only going to do it once. I don't plan on doing it again. It was enjoyable. I had a great time doing it. So take, take care that. of yourselves, everybody out there. I don't know, man. That's why I could never do it because when I'm at Disney, I have zero self-control. None. You think I'm going to turn down like, and I'm like amazing pizza at uh via Napoli and drinks and beverages around world showcase. No, I'm not going to don't, don't forget about that great pizza at pizza Rizzo. I mean, it's been rated Did now you by, see Portnoy? B- by Barstow. Absolutely. Yeah, so man. it's going to be turned into a, a hot spot Now my favorite so. thing was that Portnoy took a picture in front of, uh, um, where was he? he? He was not in galaxy's edge. He was over by Star Tours or somewhere like that, and he thought he was in the Galaxy's Edge. He had no idea, so he like, oh, I love Galaxy's Edge, and it's like, dude, you're not even in. You're not even. Yeah, in, you know? Disney Disney fans are gonna rip you apart. He was wearing a Star Wars shirt, which at least I gave him a little bit of street cred. But right. yeah, it's like, dude, we, we know where you're at. It's like the hardcore Disney fans do. But I will say this, Justin, if you trained for this race, though, you you have a little bit of self control, so it's, you're in a different mindset by the time you get there. So oh, it's amazing. I mean, over on our running page, if you haven't joined, go do it. It's the uh, DDP Sorcerers running page over there lots of uh, positivity not just people doing dopey or doing uh marathons they are uh you know just trying to reach their goals you have to take that first step before you can start to reach your goal so uh, a lot of positivity over there go join that page you'll you think you'll really enjoy it if your new year's resolution is to get off the couch start working out start walking start running uh anything look i mean go there because people will uh, motivate you and they will clap for you and cheer for you to reach your goal. So really positive spot. But I watch the people over there and I just go, whoa, I mean, this is insanity. I mean, just like when you're looking, they're like going, you know, timed hours. And I'm, I'm like, hold on, like my one hour might be good, but then the your one, one mile might be good. But then the next mile, it would be, I would go from like a nine minute mile to like a 19 minute mile to a 31 <laughs> minute mile, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, but good luck to all of our runners. Have fun. Like Joe said, take care of yourself and uh, it'll be great. Speaking of take care of yourself, I am, I am working the cough button today. I'm still a little under the weather. If, uh, we had our DDP patron Christmas party and I was very under the weather, uh, but I'm getting back to normal. So happy to, happy to be getting there and, and I'm happy to be back on here. But if I hear, uh, if you hear me cough, I am sorry. I'm trying to hit this cough button as often as possible, but I might miss it every now and then, but we're going to stay and have some fun. Uh, tonight, Joe, you and I were chatting, uh, you know, Dave is working, Dave's in the parks right now. And Mike is on a tour of his brand new, uh, home here in South Carolina. You know, Mike is moving very, very soon. And so I'm happy for him that he'll be, uh, he'll be coming down closer to me. He was actually with me yesterday. Yeah, um, some serious FOMO together. there, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was random. It was uh, He had to bring me some stuff. I'm storing some things here at my house for him that he didn't want to put into a storage unit. And so um, we met, he drove all the way through the night, and uh, we met here at the house, dropped off stuff. Then we just went to a quick lunch, and then he headed to Myrtle Beach. So um, it's going to be fun, man, because the three of us can all get together and you know play golf. I told him, I was like, you cannot move to South Carolina and not be a golfer. 
Especially the uh, the area he's living going to be living in. in the golf capital of the world. You know, yeah. you know, it's crazy. So, well, I don't, uh, about, I don't know about the golf capital. That's down here in Florida. It's on our license plates down here, but you know, it's pretty close though. Do you think Myrtle or Orlando has more golf courses? Or, well, I think Myrtle at one time did a lot of them closed, but they say Florida is the golf capital of America at least, or it's on one okay. of the license plates. But Myrtle at one time had like a hundred something courses. Now it's not that many anymore, but it's still got nice. a lot though. Still a lot, but well, we uh, we want to talk a little bit. We started. There was a couple topics that we want to get into, but we want to save those for when the guys are back. Um, a couple of them are really in-depth and, and something that we want to get everyone's thought on. So we started talking a little bit about just the parks in general. You know, you both of us have been in the parks recently, and uh, we wanted to talk about what we're looking forward to most coming in 2022 or maybe some stuff that is coming in 2022 that we're just interested to see how it works out because we're not real sure on. And so, uh, Joe, I know you and I both kind of put a list together. I have no idea what you have. And we're just going to roll through a few, man. And uh, I'm going to start, though, um, because I'm going to start with the thing I'm, I'm probably most excited about. And I think it's desperately needed in the place it's going, and that's Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind uh, debuting in Epcot. I think having another thrill attraction inside Epcot is is huge. And I know what people say. And it's, I'm going to be interested to get your take because I think you're one of these people is that's not what Epcot was meant to be, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand that to a point, and I still screen that at some things whenever they, they do uh, certain additions, and I'm like, oh, that's just, it doesn't make sense. But for me, I really think Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Cosmic Rewind is going to be that people eater that Epcot needs right now. Well, the first thing that doesn't really bother me about it is that they kept the original Universe of Energy building. So it's still maintaining that original aesthetic of old future world. So that that eases the pain a little bit about what's going in there. If they were to demolish that like iconic building, it would it would it would definitely make it feel different. So that you know what I'm saying, even with Test Track, right? They kept the world of motion building and just kind of modified it a little bit for test tracks. So the fact that the original aesthetic is there definitely makes it easier to swallow. Um, yeah, I'm that I'm an original. I'm a purist of Epcot, but I think it's we're past the point now where it's it's gone. It's we're past the point of no return. We kind of need to embrace what the change is. At least if we're going to have that change, it's going to be a thrill attraction. It's going to be a coaster. Um, from what I've read, it's going to be the first launch coaster in any. Disney, or it's one of the first launch coasters. I mean, I guess first we, reversed launch reverse coaster. launch coaster. Thank yeah. you, because I know uh, Rock and Roller Coaster is a launch coaster, but I think that's definitely pretty cool. Um, and they said um, now doing some research for this because I'm not up on the whole Guardians, you know, mantra. But I did do some research. Actually, that sounds kind of interesting. I know a lot of people are yelling at me. I'm just not a Disney movie guy. I'm getting better with it. Did see Cruella, by the way, over the last couple of days. How good is it? I loved yeah. it. It was actually really I good. I need to spend a little more time in my Disney Plus subscription, but um. It looks really cool. It's the first, I guess, quote unquote Marvel attraction, right? East of uh, the Mississippi, right? Yep. So yep. that's going to be pretty cool. And the fact that it's going to be like reverse, and it, they said it's going to appeal to, it's, you know, listen, Rock and Roller Coaster can be a little intense for some smaller guests, you know, some smaller people. I've read that this is a combination between Rock and Roller Coaster and Seven Doors Mine Train. So I think it's going to find that happy medium for Epcot where it's going to, it's going to appeal to a broad range of guests that go there. So sometimes, Rock and roller coasters too much for some people. Uh, Seven Dwarfs is sometimes not enough for some people. So I think you're going to find that happy medium. I think it's going to be definitely a plus to the park. Look up to the point. I loved Future World. I did. I'm tired of seeing construction walls there. It's like, yep. let's just get this going. And, you know, I think it's going to be a great addition. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of, like, the, the IPs going to Epcot. But, you know, I've been on record on many different shows saying it. We're kind of past that point, and it is what it is right now. So let's – but I think hopefully it sounds like it's going to be great. 
I still can't believe it's going to be done before Tron, right? But it's uh, it looks like this summer, coming this summer, it's going to be open, which is going to be uh, pretty exciting. Dude, it's crazy. I feel like, I feel like there's a jinx on the Magic Kingdom. Like anytime they go to build something new, it takes four times the amount of time that they plan. Look, I mean, look at New Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that took forever. I mean, Tron, and I understand COVID and everything, but dude, they pushed through with this. I mean, they really did push through with Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm excited because, look, Epcot's always been that. For me, it's my favorite park. I love Epcot. But when you look at thrill attractions, I don't consider Soarin' a thrill ride. No. I mean, it's an experience, but it's not a thrill ride. I mean, look, Frozen, definitely not. So now you're down to just Test Track. And is Test Track really a thrill ride? Well, I would say Mission Spaces too, but that's uh, that's that that thing could burn to the ground tomorrow. I would not care. <laughs> it's there though. You gotta, it's a you deadly. Go. It's a deadly, deadly uh, ride. I think scary. But in theory, test track. It, it really it's it's the high speed bank that's about it for about ten. That's seconds. it, man. I mean, so and you're really, doing slower than you would do on the interstate anyway. I know, right? <laughs> Did it crazy that they could make it faster? They could no. make that faster, and there were regulations that would have been put in place. Uh, that would have changed the attraction or changed the, I think, height requirement. And so that's why they didn't do it. Uh, I'm sure there's other kind of safety protocols as well. Like if it goes over a certain speed, you have to maybe have some kind of other safety restraints. Like a five-point harness or something Harness like or something, yeah, something yeah. like that. I, I tell my wife that all the time when she sits in the front seat of that. I said, this is what it's like to ride a motorcycle. I said, people, mm-hmm. that, people that don't ride motorcycles don't understand like the freedom. And people say, oh, they're dangerous. Listen, everything's dangerous, right? But when you get that wing going through your hair... I mean, I'm doing 70 miles an hour on a back country road, and it's just, it's amazing. And that, that's what, that's what riding a bike feels like. And if you're having that much fun riding a bike, I mean, you, that's why you love test track. I mean, so that's what it feels like. I mean, it's, it's, it's very liberating. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, it's just that one little, that, you know, it's 10, 15 seconds at tops, Justin, right? I mean, so if that, I mean, if that, I mean, I don't know. Have you read to see how long this, like, did they say how long Guardians is going to be? Like, did the coaster like a, itself? Like the length of the, of the track or anything like that to maybe the, give you. Well, the good part is I know that – here's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming you're going to stop in intervals for, like, scenes. Like, take, for example, have you ever ridden uh, the overlay of Guardians on Tower of Terror at DCA? I have not. It was – it was uh, when I, last time I was out of DCA, they were switching it over. So. Okay. It's fantastic, man. It's fantastic. So picture Tower of Terror here where, you know, once you start dropping and, ra- and, and rising, it's just the continuous, right? But with the one there, you might rise – and then you'll stop, and then you'll see a scene. You know, it's only four or five seconds, and then you drop, and then you rise, and you'll see a different scene in a different spot. And it's like telling a story as you go. So I'm, 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 I'm thinking feeling, this will I'm, be the same way. I'm feeling like Mummy over at Universal. Yes, yes, hundred percent. It was just sad as going away. By the way, for the record, Mummy is a fantastic attraction. Well, it's just it's it it's getting a refurb. Oh, it's great the way it is. Right, now. it is great. It's, it's one of the best ones in Central Florida. So not that you know, we'll we'll talk about that on a Universal show sometime soon. Um. Little 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 teaser. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited, man, about all of this. I love the overlay in DCA. I think they'll do a great job with this. And like you said, having something in the middle to where it's not rock and roller coaster, but it's also not Seven Dwarfs, where you're just kind of like, okay, hmm, yeah. it's fine. I mean, Seven Dwarfs isn't a thrill ride. So I'm for me, that's the thing I'm most excited about, especially having a little nine year old that is a thrill junkie. Like this will be straight up her alley, man. She's gonna love this. Well, for all the things that. Super fans and non-super fans are complaining about the Disney company that they're not doing. I think this is one of the things they actually are doing well is actually they're starting to like after years, like you need more coasters, you need more, even if they're in the middle, 
and they're not like the crazy, they're not like, you know, a Velocicoaster or a Hulk. They're putting that in their parks. That's what the guests want. And I'm glad that we're, we're getting that with Tron now. We're getting that with Guardians. I mean, it's coming more and more. I mean, so I'm really happy that the Disney company is starting to finally insert those more into their parks as well. Well, you know what's crazy, Joe, is that if you look at, look at the history of, of Walt Disney World, right? This is why Michael Eisner was such a genius. Whenever they built Walt Disney World, you didn't have many options to stay on property. So people were leaving property to stay elsewhere. And they said, well, how do we fix that? I know, we build a ton of hotels. And so they build all these hotels, and then they go, well, now everyone's leaving to go shopping or go out to eat. So how do we fix that? We create downtown Disney and Disney Springs and, and you know Pleasure Island and all those things that we had back then um, to keep people on property. And now you're starting to see the Disney company realize, why are 20-somethings and above leaving Disney property and going to Universal SeaWorld is because they want coasters and you can't get them at Walt Disney World. And so now you're getting that. And I think that's really, really smart that they're recognizing that. Absolutely. And and they're they're implementing those. So that is that is my that's my first one that I'm looking forward to most for twenty twenty two. What's yours? So I'm gonna piggyback. It might not be my first one, but it kind of fits into what we were just talking about in the whole Epcot thing. I love Epcot too. It's I wouldn't say it's my favorite park, but it's it's listen, I love them all, right? I mean <laughs> yeah, I love the mm-hmm. studios, I love Epcot, I love it everywhere, right? But uh I would say just the multiple attractions or experiences I'm kind of combining like five or six into one, but just I would say just Epcot being finished. I'm tired of the hole, the giant hole that is the old future world, which is now world, no, world sell. No, what is it called? World discovery and world Rocky, discovery, yeah, yeah. And you know, Dreamers Point with the statue of Walt. I'm looking forward to that. You know, I'm curious about the Moana Journey Through Water. I've seen a lot of me too. Uh, I've seen a lot of pictures. Look, Moana is a great movie. I loved it. Um, I'm curious about what, I mean, I know it's going to be a walkthrough attraction, but it's like, is it going to be like an Animal Kingdom walkthrough thing? Or is it going to be like, how interactive is this going to be? I saw them, you know, online, uh, the pictures of them, you know, uh, digging down and laying the pipes for the water and all that stuff. I get that. I just, I don't, from the clip art and from the, uh, from the, uh, the art, the concept art, I don't know what it's going to, what it's going to look like or what it's going to be like. So I'm very curious uh, about that. So the Moana uh, attraction, you know, Connections Cafe is coming. What's going on with the Play Pavilion? I mean, like, is that I don't gonna, know. Is that, you know, that's been a big, that was like 2018, 2019, D23. I remember, you know, going into the old Wonders of Life, which I absolutely loved that pavilion, the MetLife Wonders of Life pavilion. That was a, an all-time favorite of mine when I was a kid. Loved Body Wars. I loved doing the golf swing um, mm-hmm. thing with Nancy Lopez where she yep. she would analyze your swing and I thought she was really looking at it but it was really a video and um, that was a great pavilion and it's just sitting there I know it's been used for festivals and stuff like that but curious to see I know that's a very interactive pavilion with you know COVID kind of puts a halt in that but is that being scrapped completely they put some money into it I don't know so those are kind of a lot of the little things and, it's, and one other thing too was um, and you, you could tell we're getting older, right? Because now the things that we we were kids are becoming popular. And Disney is marketing towards us, bringing our children to the parks. And there was, you know, rumors out there and maybe some reports of a the DuckTales World Showcase Adventure. And I know they've had the new DuckTales on Disney Channel and stuff, but I'm talking about the old school DuckTales when I was a kid. And I just think that to, to replace Phineas and Ferb um, would be... I think it's be really cool. I did the finish of Ferb a few times. I used to mock at it. Or I used to be like, I don't know, that's a waste of time. Did it with a friend of mine. It was a lot of fun. It's fun, so, man. So, something different to do, uh, especially if you go to the parks often and you're just, maybe you're kind of, it's monotonous of walking around doing the same things. Try this out and do something different. And as a DuckTales fan, I 
I think that would be awesome. So a lot of little things that we're waiting on that I'm just, I'm just really looking forward to seeing some progress in the new year. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's a quick service, if it's, you know, the play pavilion, which is a big deal, the, the Moana, it's, just, you know, I just want to see some, let, let's get going on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I want to see progress in Epcot. I want to see, I want to see those walls come down. I want to walk through few, I'm always going to call it future world. I walk through future world and just, you know, and have a drink in my hand and just, just look at spaceship earth. I, I miss those days where I'm not looking at construction walls all the time. So that was one of the big ones on my list. Justin was just seeing some progress. It's perfect because for me, I was just in Epcot the other day, uh, right before Christmas. And the, the entrance to Epcot take away magic kingdom and making the turn seeing Cinderella castle. I mean, that's always the most breathtaking view I think in, in Disney property. But walking under Spaceship Earth and then making that straight line towards World Showcase and whether you turn back and look at Spaceship Earth or you, you know, look across and see, you know, the American Pavilion or, or you know, Japan across the center of Germany. Uh, for me, that I've really missed that because when you go under Spaceship Earth now and you have to turn right, you know, to go over by Nemo and now I'm walking over by the land and it's just. It's taken away that whole kind of excitement and build up to walking into Epcot as a whole. Yeah. And it is just walls. It is walls upon walls upon and I understand it's for the greater good. Um it's almost like so we're we're in a bit of a family argument right now because our dog it has skin problems. You know Dash. Yeah, Dash. Our dog has has skin problems, so he's got to go to the vet. But until he goes to the vet, I'm making him wear a cone, right? And I told my family, I'm, they're like, that's mean. I'm like, dude, it's for the greater good. You know, that way his skin doesn't get worse because he keeps licking it. It gets, it gets bad. But anyway, I know it's a horrible analogy, but it works. Um, I'm excited, man. I, I'm. You mentioned Moana. For me, I'm really interested to see what they do there. I think there's a lot of opportunities for a walkthrough attraction. We don't see many walkthrough attractions in Disney. I mean, look, I mean, Swiss family could get a remake or be completely gone in my, my book. I don't care. Um, you look at generations. I mean, I watched Swiss family, but Riley's never seen it. You know, does it, does it, does it hold up? We watched honey. I shrunk the kids this past week. Talk about a movie. Riley enjoyed it. But you talk about a movie that the uh, CGI and, and stop up stop motion doesn't hold up. Oh, buddy, you know I forget. As a kid, that was like there's a there's a ant. Auntie is huge, you know. And then you watch, you're like, oh, that didn't that didn't hold up very well. That didn't age well. <laughs> that did not age very well. <laughs> and I mean, that's a Disney property too. So um, yeah, man, I I I'm excited for Epcot, dude. Really, really excited for Epcot. And I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be good. Um, I want to talk about something that I'm excited to see how it turns out okay and we talked about it previously and it's the one thing you talked about disney's doing right right now is bringing uh you know roller coasters and, and high thrill attractions to to the parks i don't know if they've done this right at all and that is the marketing and the opening of star wars galactic star cruiser <laughs> i i think disney would love to have a huge do-over button with this and maybe just make it a star Wars hotel and not as interactive and not as expensive. I, I think Disney may have missed the mark on this one. What do you think? I a hundred percent agree. My wife laughs at me because I'm addicted to watching these videos from Disney vloggers as well as outside vloggers, just like giving their opinions about this. I've never seen anything from 
the our Disney little universe that we follow and that we love gets so much like attention and criticism at the same time. And it, I just scratched my head with it. I completely agree with you. Um, look, I'm not a Star Wars guy. I'm not. I'm not into the LARPing. It's not my. Th- it's not my thing. Okay. I think if you would have had, look, if you would have built a Star Wars resort that had like some bars, like if you could be a guest and go yes. to, to this resort, like just think of how popular Trader Sam's is. 100%. Times a thousand. And if it was at like a resort, it would be unbelievable. I mean, you, I mean, I, there's still time to fix it. I mean, I think that where it's placed that you could, if it does turn into a, a, a hotel, you could maybe add on to it or expand it or build up onto it. You know what I'm saying? But I agree with you. It hasn't been, it hasn't been done very well for them to take videos down. Uh, it just it doesn't it hasn't doesn't have a good look. You know, it was I was reading articles about like it wasn't brought up once during you know the 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 uh, the, the Christmas Day parade or Dude, anything. They've like scrapped that. all yeah. all mention of it. So it's I don't I don't know, man. Like I said, like be wary about what you listen to. I mean, like I know there's going to be a lot of like people that will get complimentary stays there and they'll get. You know, to review it, you know, it's just like, look, I mean, if you could afford it and try it, go ahead. I mean, you, you might love it. It's not, you know, I know it's not for me, but uh, I just think that they definitely missed the call on this if they could just build a Star Wars resort. And I, I say this, Justin, going back in the, you know, I said this years ago, they, they could have built a Star Wars park, man. I mean, they could have yeah. done a whole oh. park. I mean, and if they wanted to have new Disney Star Wars and all Star, you could have had one side be like, kind of like, you know, the, uh, the you know, Universal Down the Street has like Harry Potter split up. Mm-hmm. You could have had like, old school tattooing with like the new, I mean, you could have had two different worlds where you could have visited. I mean, there's so much you could have done with it and they're just kind of crammed into like, uh, you know, corner of the studios, which is fine. But now they've even got this little hotel. They kind of crammed into the corner behind the studios. It's like, ah, man, you could have just, I don't know. I agree with you. There's just so much more you could have done with it. And I I don't know if it can be fixed. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I definitely think with the marketing stuff, it's, I don't think it's, it's gone how they, how they wanted it to go. Um, yeah. But it, it'll be I, I think really it's marketing too, man. I think it's marketing. Yeah. I mean, I really do. Because this is the thing too. You're the only people talking right now are the vloggers. That's it. Vlog, vloggers. So, so there it's almost like if you're into politics, you, you're trying to get ahead of it. There's like a scandal about you. Like if, if the press is the only one talking about you and you're not saying anything, you're not getting out in front of it. They're not getting out in front of this. So it's just literally vloggers and bloggers doing all the talking for it. So what is it to believe? So if you've got a $6,000 vacation coming up, and they're like, oh, I don't know about this. I'm going to cancel it because my payments do. You know, it's a lot of money. So, yeah, I 100% agree with you. But it's going to be very interesting, even not as a Star Wars fan, to see how this actually turns out. And to see, actually, what is what us in the outside world can see. Because I know they're going to be restricted on, like, what pictures you could take inside. You and can't. That's the thing. So, it's like, who is, unless you, you're only going to see what they want you to see. It's going to be like a, almost like a backstage area. So it's going to be it, very, very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, you, no pictures, no video, except for the ones. They're going to have photographers there. Um, and yeah, look, we're, we're probably the two the two other people on this show should be the ones discussing this because you and I, yes, we live long and prosper and the one ring to rule them all. You know, we do all that stuff. We have no idea about Star Wars. Like, I, I've seen the movies, but I couldn't tell you, you know, the backstories and, and all that kind of stuff. I, I enjoy them for, like, theatrical movies, but I'm not into it. Um, but I know there is a huge community that, you know, this is what they this is what they're into. I hope let me say this. While I don't know if Disney hit the mark with this, I hope they did. And I hope they knock it out of the park. And I hope that once people start going here very soon, that the word of mouth and people talking about it is so positive 
that it gets booked for the next four years. I really do. I, I want nothing but but excellent things for Disney and, and for the Disney company and the cast members and, and the guests and everything. I just don't know if this much immersion into one thing while in a Walt Disney property is ever good to where you have two straight days of just what feels like to me is going to be isolation into this resort. You know, and it was funny, man. He said LARPer. I didn't know what a LARPer was until just yesterday. Nope, didn't know either. This is, I learned because of this, and I hear it all uh, okay. the time now. I know, no, I learned because I, I finished Hawkeye. I finally watched Hawkeye. And there's an episode where they go to, there's LARPers. And I'm like, what is a, I've heard people say it before. I just had no idea. And I didn't want to admit that I didn't know something. So I was just like, all right, cool. I'll just pretend. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And, and for the people who don't know, it's a live action role play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but look, Dude, I, I hope, like for Mike, I know Mike's super excited about this. I hope he goes. I hope he has a blast. I hope it's the best thing ever. I'm just interested. I'm excited to see what happens. I think it's going to be either one or the other. I just, I don't see a middle ground with this hotel at that price point. I don't think people are going to go and accept mediocrity at that price point. Uh, what, what, what about this for an idea, Justin? Like, you're only seeing what they're showing you, right? Right. If it doesn't go off as well as they want it to... Would it be smart for Disney to have like almost like an open house where you could register to go and like check out the resort for like 30 minutes just to walk around, take a quick like a guided thing that they pick you up somewhere they take you to the Star Cruiser. You can walk in, you can see the bar, you can see what the room looks like and kind of like have people see it for their own eyes if they're not 100 percent sure about it. What, what would your thoughts be about that if like they had some sort of open house? Because right now all everybody's going off of is like a two minute video that was pulled down. That's yep. it. That that's a, a and and some old um you know clip art or not clip art I keep saying clip yeah, art yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Like, the, like concept the, art concept art yeah concept art the thing is man I, I enjoy that uh, that idea you don't have to do it at the at the hotel like go go to Hollywood Studios and do an area go into like one of the extra buildings and create a walkthrough where literally anyone can walk through it. Almost like a DVC, like almost like it? a DVC preview. You yeah. know how you get to preview the rooms over, you know, at Saratoga. Create that, like build. But here's that's what makes me nervous, though, is because not only is Disney not offering that, they're pulling down everything we've seen, which makes me wonder: do they not have it to offer? So it makes me really nervous. And like I said, I hope the best for it. I'm just I'm, interested. I'm just I'm very interested too. Like I said, not even not as a Star Wars fan. I'm just I've never seen anything with like such scrutiny before. I mean, it's still three months till it opens. I want three. it to work, man, because I want other concepts like this to work. Look, I don't want to see because if it, if it fails, it's like it'd be another abandoned building. <laughs> it's like sitting back there, so it's like you don't want to see anything fail. I mean, look at worst, open it up to like be a regular resort. Yeah, like everybody can go and enjoy, but I don't think that ever happened. It's not really that big, but but think we'll how nice it would be to be right outside of Hollywood Studios. Dude, you could totally make like like build like a walkway, like an enclosed walkway from like Galaxy's Edge to that resort where like you're still immersed in it. Like there's so many things they could do with it, but I guess the only time will tell. Sometimes, look, what's one of the biggest failures, like or at least I think of our lifetime that happened at Disney Park that turned out to be awesome now. Is what Disney's California Adventure was awful when it first opened. Yeah, and they kind of like ate crow, and they fixed it, and it's awesome now. It's amazing, man. And so, I mean, you know what? Like sometimes, like the great things come out of failures. I'm not saying this is a failure yet. We don't know, but you know what? They've they've made mistakes in the past and turned them into really good things. Art of animation. Yeah, I, I yeah, that's not abandoned for ten years. It's an awesome resort now. 
So yeah, you, you never know. So yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. It's amazing, dude. Art of Animation right now is going for more money on average per night than um, you can get at most most moderates. And let me give everybody a tip real quick, okay? If you're wanting to stay at a deluxe resort, one, you should contact me. Okay, Justin, away with me travel. But if you want to stay at a deluxe resort, for some reason, the last five months and the next six months or so, I've been looking... Wilderness Lodge is pricing out at a moderate price point. I have no idea why that is. That resort is amazing. It's incredible. It's one of my top three resorts. It is pricing out. I priced a vacation today for two people. They could stay at, um, where was it? At Pop Century. I think it was like $2,200. They could stay at... uh, Coronado? No. Where, where did I price them at? Anyway, one of, one of the moderates, it was like 2400 245 something like that. Or they could stay at Wilderness for 28 I mean, it's crazy. yeah, it's... And I've always found Wilderness Lodge a hard resort to get. There's not a lot of rooms there. They've converted a lot of the rooms to DVC rooms. So yeah, even though there are some that are cash rooms for DVC... It doesn't have like the volume as like a Grand Floridian would have or a uh, or, you know, or Saratoga on like a DVC yeah. side. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't have the volume of rooms. So, I mean, Jen and I have one. I've, I've stayed at Wilderness Lodge once back in 2007. I remember. Oh, really? I, yeah. I, I, had a, I had a little mother son trip. My mom Love and I, that. we yeah. went there together. It was amazing. And uh, we had a good time. We got we got like one of those Expedia deals years ago. And it was like the meal plan. Everything was included. It was awesome. It's the only time I've ever stayed there. We've oh, tried Copper to, Creek and and they're great. When waitlisted DVC never get in. Really? Yes, never do. So that's why I'm surprised that like they're not getting that that price point so low for a regular cash room. You would think that it would be even higher because the rooms I never find enough availability when I want to go, and I don't go at, at very uh, crowded times of the year. I try to pick the off times to go. So, dude, I, mean, I, was, I, I was helping my buddy Craig, uh, and dude, I I, I was talking. Uh, to him on the phone and they had another resort booked and i was like dude i'm telling you man like let me just show you the price for wilderness and it was infinitely cheaper i mean like infinitely he's like are you kidding me i was like no you know book it, book it. <laughs> that's what we did we booked it and you know they're gonna have an amazing vacation coming up um hey can i piggyback i know i just went but can i piggyback real quick on our Absolutely. conversation sure, go ahead. because it's perfect for the next one um because it's one of my home resorts at for dvc and I'm talking about the Grand Floridian. I'm so excited for the fact that we are going to get over 200 DVC uh, resort studios added uh, by the summer of 2022. Because here's why. I Now, it's for me, it's a home resort. I can book it at 11 months. Do I? No, because it's a lot of points. Stay there a few different times. It is super cool. You know, has the TVs and the mirrors and the bathrooms. It's really, really nice. I would stay there more often now because of the walkway to Magic Kingdom. I think that would that would do it. But here's the thing, man. If you don't own that resort, you're not staying there. Mm-mm. Because there was only 250 rooms before. So have you ever stayed? Uh, so I've stayed. Well, I've stayed at the main Grand Floridian many times. I've stayed at the DVC once for one night. And by the way, do not feel bad because if you didn't go next, that was the next one on my list. Was the I love it. so yeah, great minds think alike. Um, we got one night there. 
We had some extra points we had to burn. It was absolutely amazing. We had, didn't have the greatest check-in process. Uh, I will say that. Every, everything happens every once in a while. You get those one-off kind of instances. But uh, it was awesome. The rooms were fantastic. We saw a wedding. Uh, the next day we were checking out, uh, there was a, like a horse and buggy coming up. It was a great experience. Um, this is going to add, like you said, 200 more rooms. What is great about this also is now think about this, these new rooms, it's going to be the big pine key building, which is at the, in the main mm-hmm. grand Floridian area. Okay. Those rooms are going to be larger than the, the villa rooms are going to be. Yep. Yep. So you're getting like almost like the old because remember Grand Floridian Grand Floridian was built in 1988. It's still got those older kind of like still larger rooms in those original buildings. So you're not getting the smaller size rooms like you're getting in Riviera or you're getting in the newer like Coronado Tower. You're still getting those larger rooms that are being refurbished that are going to be like those are going to be the rooms that people want to stay in now because we'll sleep five people. It's going to sleep five people. It's got two queen beds and a Murphy drop down and a Murphy drop down bed. It's going to be closer to the monorail. It's going to be closer to, um, well, I guess it's the other pool because both pools are great. there. closer to the walkway, closer to the main building. Mm-hmm. That new building has a lot more to offer than the original building does right now. Think about that. Well, if, if I'm booking grand Floridian, I want the new building because it's bigger and all of the things I just said, rather than the old building. Let me talk a little bit about the the Grand Floridian itself with DVC and the villas. There's two downsides to staying in the villas at DVC, and this and you know and you nailed why this will improve that. One, the check-in process, you you're perfectly on that. It's it's weird. You walk in, there's just a desk. Like it's not like a main desk. There's a legit desk you would have in an office, um, sitting there, and you can check in through that. Two, if you get back from the park slate and you want to go get a quick service snack or refill your mug, your refillable mug, it is a walk. It's a haul to Gasparilla. Unless you want coffee or tea downstairs, it's a haul to Gasparilla. I mean, it is a walk. I mean, you're pretty much walking across property to get there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this will this will change that. And I will say that you're 100% right. When I stayed at the Grand Floridian, it was a problem back then in the early 90s, mid-90s. It's a problem today. Yes, you're on the monorail line. That's great. Because guests board the monorail to TTC, the resort line, every time the monorail comes to you, it's full. <laughs> so at least the walkway makes it easier. At least you have mm-hmm. that option now to to walk because there's nothing worse than waiting for two or three monorails to go by because they're all full. It's happened. It's happened to me before. It stinks. You're the last so, stop. Yeah, you're the last stop. So it's, And then also, too, is like you're the last stop when you're done at the end of the evening so um but yeah that that new building it's gonna be a game changer and also too it's gonna be um in the same association as your contract justin yes. is right now so yes. um it's not gonna be there's not gonna be a class system where you're in the new ones or the old ones it's gonna be the same thing and it's just gonna open up more availability for your home resort so it's gonna be a little bit easier on the grand floridian owners to uh to get you know you're still gonna be on top of it uh, but it's going to be a little bit more you got listen you just almost doubled your inventory so that, that's well, always a, that's it and that's what needed to happen it's always a bonus because think about it now. Yes, they're going to sell more contracts. We understand that. But also, too, is now all those people who couldn't get into their home resort, they were going other places. Now they'll be at their home resorts and it opens up for everybody else at the other resorts. So it's yep. it's kind of like a domino effect. So but I had definitely had it on my list as one of my top ones of resort wise. And I think uh, yeah, I can't, that's almost done. I believe they're moved, making good progress on that. So. Yeah, it's going to be done by early summer. Yep. Like ready for check in. So I, I would expect them to start booking those shortly. If they haven't already. Yeah. So go ahead, buddy. What's your next one? So the one um, we talked about this on one of the last shows about things that we always want to see be around. Right. And I, I said, you know, nighttime spectaculars. Right. 
Uh, you know, you never want to see those go away. And but one of the things that's scheduled to come back is one of my favorite daytime parades. Mm. That's the Festival of Fantasy. Yeah. That so I'm gonna geek out here a little bit. Um, I get chills when I hear that music come down and I see that parade come down. I get chills. I listen to that music while riding my bike. My motorcycle, um, I will turn it down when I get to stoplights, but uh, <laughs> um, I have, you know, run with it. My ear pods will probably be in my playlist this weekend. I geek out to that. That is my jam. That I love that parade. It's just that to me is I would put that above Spectrum Magic and Main Street Electrical for me. That's how much I love it. Really? I, I love it. I love the music. I love the floats. I just it's just something about that parade has hit me and I love it. So I cannot wait. That is the only parade my wife will, she goes, you want to stay for Festival Fans, I'm a guess. So we will kind of loiter around and wait for it to come around the hub, and I watch it, and I get goosebumps, in it, and I geek out, and then we leave, if we're going to go somewhere else. Like, I will wait for that parade, so I cannot wait for it to come back. I You can see it in my voice. You're watching me on camera. I can The excitement in my face, that is, the shows are great, the, the cast members are great, but this is one of the live performances with cast members, parades I'm looking forward to coming back. Cannot wait for it. That's that dude. So one of my favorite things to always think about is like, what what is somebody listening to? Like I have an I have an AirPod in my ear pretty much all day, and I'm like, what what's that person over there listening to? And I would look at you on a Harley pull up, and that would be the last thing on my brain that you would be there just bobbing your head, you know, as it's. As it's I do. I do. First of all, it's an Indian. The second thing is I got, I got to turn that down a little bit. Like I literally pull up to a stoplight and I'll kind of mute it. Cause I'm like, look, I'm like, <laughs> you know, you know, we were sitting out there on a motorcycle on a bagger and then you listen to the festival fantasy tra- soundtrack, but I turn up when, I, when I'm riding now. So I embarrass uh, Katie all the time. One of my favorite things to do is lock her window, roll it down and you pull up to a stoplight and there'll be like some like people and they're just, just, you know, music's like like raps just blaring you know what i mean and i'll just put on like celine dion or something and just blare it and sing as loud as i can with her window down and she gets so mad at me she's trying to roll her window up and i don't let her so, she gets so angry so justin think about this man i don't know like you know, we're, we're close to the same age when you were growing up you were a disney fan you're a disney geek we're all disney yeah, geeks like anybody who listens to this show we're hardcore disney fans a lot of people when we were growing up, didn't understand Disney or Disney World, and I, you know, you have to kind of hide it a little bit, you know, like oh, like I, I would read beer bombs, like you know, like for like on like airplane rides, like I would, I enjoyed reading about Disney World, yeah. And look at it now, we're on a, a platform and a show with thousands and thousands of like-minded people like us. So I could sit here and honestly tell you that I have it riding on a Harley, on an Indian motorcycle with me. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel good that there are like-minded people out there with me that will that share the same interests like they will geek out to parade music while like in their car on their motorcycle or wherever i mean so i love it i love it that i'm amongst fellow geeks you know what i'm saying it makes that's me a, feel great it's that, love it i've started to embrace it though the embrace older I get. embrace it, i'm brother. just like i'm it. in man like i'm in i don't hide it's funny we had we had a christmas party for my soccer team i coach uh a travel soccer team and you know a lot of the parents hadn't been to our house yet you know because i've just first season i've coached a lot of the girls and they walk in, and you can see their eyes just go like, okay. You know, some people have houses that are just so – they look like they came out of a – A catalog. Catalog, yeah. Like, a, you know, they just ordered each individual piece, and everything's perfect. And, Joe, you've been to my house. When you walk in, literally eight feet on the wall is that saying. You know, like, yep. in this house, we do Disney. And, like, it's just everywhere you look, it's all Disney swag and Disney stuff. I've just embraced it over the years, and I'm like, all right. 
Love me for me and all my Disney love. If not, whatever. I've got, like you said, thousands of people that I can get on here and chat with about Disney, and we can embrace the fact that we are all a little bit nuts. We really yep. are. Um, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> awesome, dude. And I'm excited, man. Not just for the fact that it's your favorite um, parade coming back. I'm excited for it's one more step back to normal. Yep. It's one more step. You know, we're starting to see more restaurants open. We're starting to see, uh, you know, parades come back, starting to see shows coming back. You're going to get the new uh, stage show there at the Magic Kingdom. It was um, Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair has been there forever, it feels like. I mean, like five, six years. And now you're going to get the new one. I think it's going to be similar. I don't think it's going to be, you know, really, really different. But they are saying that Mickey will be uh, shimmering in his iridescent 50th anniversary uh, suit. So that'll be fun. But here's the thing. I, if I had to go with a second thing that I'm most excited about, and this this goes with Guardians. I mean, they're right there. It's neck and neck for who who wins. Where you get so excited and get those goosebumps and chill bumps about seeing the parade. I get it for Fantasmic. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's supposed to come back, man. They have done all kinds of work to that show area. <laughs> They've drained that lagoon and done all kinds of stuff to it, and it's got to come back. I mean, they've, they've been working on it, so. No, I mean, it's, it's coming back, and we're going to get new scenes. I think we're finally getting rid of the Pocahontas scene. And dig, and dig. And uh, supposedly two new scenes is that is that that'd be I think correctly? So. Yep. Okay. I think so. Yep. And so I'm super excited. I am so ready. For me, it's not a trip to Hollywood Studios without Fantasmic. The worst part about Fantasmic is getting in a theater and getting out of the theater. That's oh, the I worst agree. part. The show is great. And I actually have some friends that I have never seen it. I'm like, you've Stop. really never Stop. Now, for for me though, and I respect you and saying I, I won't like if we're in like Epcot, if we're in Magic Kingdom, we will stop for the fireworks, right? But I at least do Fantastic once a trip. If I'm there for like a weekend, a long trip, I'll only do it once. I won't do it multiple times. No, I but, would only do it once. But it is something I will see because it, it the show it's done really well. It's it's an interesting show. It's unique, um, and I'm just yeah, I'm curious to see what. It's nice that they they didn't totally dismantle the show, but they're going to tweak it so it'll still be recognizable. Needed it. It's going to be recognizable, right? But it's going to have a little bit of that newness to it. So I think that's going to be it's going to be great. I'm excited that you're excited for it. Is newness a word? Um, well, I'm going to run with it. Why not? I mean, I like it. I mean, you do. Look, they're only words. They're letters put together to make sounds to words. So Bro, they we don't live, own you. Do, we what, live in, do what you we, want with them. We live in the South, right? We can just make up words. Newness. I like it. Right. I mean, it may be. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying it <laughs> doesn't say. You ever say a word and you think, I don't think that's a word. I do it all the time. I think that's, I just made that up. Or uh, I'll, I'll go to spell something. Um, I've told the story. I don't know if, if I ever told you this story hmm. that uh, um, we, were at a, we were at a restaurant and Katie handed me the menu and it went through kind of what they had. And, and I looked and I was like, what are hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> and she goes, what? And I go, what are hors d'oeuvres? And she goes, hors d'oeuvres? She's like, you're an idiot. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's just one of those where you like say something so dumb, you know, uh, that you know the newness wears off on you. Um, anyway, you're up, buddy. What's your next one? You got any more? So, we kind of touched on this briefly. I, mean, I got a, I got a couple more, but the one big one is, and I don't think it's. I'm gonna put it on the list, right? Because it's. I'm hoping for it. You talked about it before. It goes hand in hand with Guardians. Is will we get Tron next year? I. Yeah. I don't think so, and my reasons this is why I think so. Looking at it from a from a 
primarily financial perspective, Disney is probably, they're probably slow playing Tron on purpose. Um, I think Tron is going to be a bigger hit than Guardians. It's already been a huge smash success overseas. Um, I think they're going to wait for the next fiscal year to do it. There's Why would you have two new attractions to bring in a lot of people in the same fiscal year? So if Guardians opens in the summer, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a spring release of fiscal year 2023. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That that's my opinion about it. Kind of spread it out. Be the tail end of the fiftieth celebration after everybody's kind of gone to the fiftieth stuff. This will maybe bring people back again. So that's my theory of it. I'm a huge Tron fan. I love the original Tron. It was groundbreaking back in the day. I mean, I was only three when it was released, but I've watched it many times since then. It's a really cool movie. Uh, even the Tron Reimagined was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're supposed to come out with another one uh, as well, but um, I like Tron. I'm gonna get my wife to watch it. Um, so I'm really looking forward to um, to this attraction. I've purposely not watched any on-ride videos from overseas, no, so no. I still want to be a surprise, but I can't wait for it to happen. I'm going to put it on our list for things to look forward to next year. At least have the construction cleaned up. Like At least it looks pretty, and if you want to delay the opening, fine, but um, I mean, I just I don't think it's going to come until next fiscal year, but I'm hoping for next year. Fingers crossed. I'm hoping... Hmm. I'm hoping that we get it before like the Christmas rush, but I could really see them waiting until January to to build crowds over that slow time. And I know no one's every, everyone says there's no slow times. There are slower times. January, February, leading into March or spring break. Sure. Um, I do think that if if, it, if it's if you aren't going to open it, let's light it up, build the anticipation. And let's fix the lighting. I've, I've said this for years. Fix the lighting around Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland can look futuristic with just some lighting updates. Yeah. And I think I've always thought that maybe Tron is going to look out of place next to Space Mountain. If they're lit the same way, it should be. It, it, it could. I personally think they made a mistake with the Tron building. Space Mountain is, as I described the contemporary during the last show I was on, this beautiful, yeah. This beautiful. I think Space Mountain's beautiful. I, it's that retro. It just it still stands the test of time today. They didn't. They did it with the canopy. It looks cool from the concept art and from what we've seen so far. But it's just a box. Besides that, they could have did some really cool stuff with it. They could still do some cool stuff if they, like you said, they lit it properly to make it blend in with Space Mountain. Um, we'll see what happens with that. But I think you could really make that look good. And I agree with you. Going back to that clean white. 80s, you know, futuristic look. If they finish it, they started doing it. Um, I think it, yeah, it would make the land look really would look really good. So we'll see what happens with it. But I think they think they missed the ball on that. But listen, what's done is done. It's a box now, so um, it is what yeah. it is. Yeah, I, I think it'll. I don't know, man. I, I'm really hoping we get it this year. I, I really am. Like fingers crossed that that it comes because it, it's in a different park, and I I just think they're gonna have enough stuff. Um, t- talking about another thing I'm excited about. I'm excited about this year's D23. I feel like two years ago, we got a lot of information. Um, was it two or four years ago that they announced Tron? Uh, 20, was it 2019? 2018? Oh, 2019 was Gal- uh, Guardians, I think. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited for what they're going to bring. And I hope and pray that Josh tomorrow comes on that stage because they're not putting Bob Chapik out there. I hope and pray that Josh tomorrow walks on that stage and has something really cool 
to say. Now, here, here's my thing. Epcot's getting all the love right now. Hollywood Studios has seen it. Magic Kingdom's seen it. What do we see next? Is there any way in 2022 the biggest news that comes out of Disney is a fifth gate? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. They keep building resorts. You got to put these people somewhere. Got to put them somewhere, man. I mean, you got to. And look down the street. They've got it. They've got another park coming. I mean, it's taking forever, but they have another park coming. Where would you put that park? Mm, that's a good question. So I, I always said this. I don't know the. I don't know about the easements and like where. I think I use the right word there. Uh, where they can and can't with you know natural land and or, or, you know. All that well, kind of I, I know like we talked about the golf courses the last time. They have to keep so many acres. Right, right. Protected, but let me ask you a question. I don't know if this is st- is ESPN Wild World of Sports still a money maker for them. The Braves are not there anymore. I know they're still big with the cheerleading competitions. Are they still having all of like that's a lot of land there, man. A lot of land that is just that is sitting there. Do they play the Pro Bowl there, or do they play? It no, they at- play. They play the Pro Bowl at Campy World Stadium that's what I in Orlando, but they did have a few events. Like, I guess, like the, I think they've got a quarterback competition or something like, okay. something like that. They had it years ago, too, before um, ESPN Wild World of Sports was built there. But I mean, that's like the, you know, they've got a brand interchange there that just, just finished. I mean, that would be a perfect area if you were to like take that out and build a park there. I, you've already got the infrastructure there, you've got the interchanges already finished there. That would be the first place I'd be like, is it really, are you really using all of that? those stadiums, all those fields all the time. Is that really making you money? So that's yeah, going to be the I first thing that come to mind would be tear down ESPN, Wild World Sports, and build a park there. That's what I'm thinking. But Yeah, I mean, it can be a huge moneymaker. The only thing I would see is people staying on property for those. But, dude, it's happening anyways. People are coming. They don't need. They don't have to have those anymore. That's the thing. You don't need a Pop Warner championship to bring in people anymore. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, like it used to be. And you know, you know what? It costs money to tear down buildings. I understand that. It's, it's not cheap to tear down buildings, but there's a lot of open space there. It's already been cleared. I mean, listen, I'm not in construction, but listen, you've got a, essentially a blank slate there. So that's, I don't know, man. That that If you were to see a fifth gate, that's a, a possibility. I don't know. Just an idea. Man, I'd love to see a villain's park, too. I swear, anyway. anything, anything with thrill attractions. Now we're just daydreaming about it. I know. Yeah, I dude, know. do an adult park. Oh, my gosh. Do like you know you can drop off your pets at best friend's pet care. Do a child drop off at the at the entrance to the park. Absolutely, and uh, and they can run around in the water features and and you get to go in and do an adult park. I like that. I like uh, it. Do a do a do 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 a park just just for the adults. Um, everyone's like they have Epcot. Well, yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, one more thing for me. I don't know if it's so much excited or just I love these, and it's one of the things I collect, and that is the new Magic Band Plus. I have a Magic Band problem. I just want to tell everyone right now. I have a Magic Band problem. I have a Magic Band collection problem where I, at one point on my account, uh, I think I was talking to Aaron White and he was looking, he was like, dude, you gotta erase some of these Magic Bands. Like, my door, Joe, when I would check in, would cycle through them all. I think at one point I had like 64 Magic Bands just for myself. Dude, that's not good. So I went in and deactivated a bunch. But it would it go and you go click 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 like trying to cycle through all the bands you know till it finally got to the one that would open the door. He was like, "Man, you gotta you gotta take some of these you gotta take some of these off your account." I'm excited about these. I don't think they're gonna do much except for 
you can then be interactive in the shows. Do you remember, and they may still sell them. We've got some downstairs. The Mickey ears that had like, yeah, and they would like pulse to the like phantasmic, you know? So if you wore them in the, like you would be a part of the show. Yep. That's what these are going to do. I I think there's so much they could do with, with, and this was on my list as well. Um, Look, I know, I feel like they tried to go away from magic bands a little bit, but I will say this. I watched people try to get into the parks with their phones. Oh, it's it, not, it's awful. It's awful. It's like, it doesn't work half the time, you know, the, or the screens frozen. Oh, magic bands are so much easier. Look, magic bands aren't perfect either. I understand that, but they are good. They, they do work. I would love to see them take it to the next level. Like, like there's so much that Disney can do with it. I mean, you could add in like, pedometers to them you could i mean there's so many things you could add into like a band because like, you're essentially wearing a watch on your wrist have a little cheesy clock with a pedometer that does all this other stuff I mean, there's so many and that costs money i get it okay but well it, check this out check this out joe would you not spend a one time okay one time hundred dollars for just the interface like just the puck right but the puck is a screen and it literally you can look at it and depending on where you're at in the park you can scroll through wait times like now you're not getting your phone out of your pocket like you can, you you know what I mean? And then, then you can just interchange that puck to different magic bands. Look, I'm spending, I, I spent $50 on some of my magic bands. Some of the specialty ones, you know, like, like the limited edition stuff. What's a hundred one time or 150 just to buy the puck. And then I can buy just the magic band itself to interchange the puck into, to where it's there. I, I agree with you. Anything to keep my phone in my pocket during your day and unfortunately disney's going the way of like you've got to have your phone out all the time to make your genie plus reservations or checking wait times or whatever so anything that will would eliminate me grabbing from my phone like i would be for that i mean and it and honestly it even if you had a magic band that like changed where you're at like it changed backgrounds if you were in a mm-hmm. different park or if you were out of res- look what if you had a magic band that you left magic kingdom right to say it has all the magic kingdom information you hop on the monorail you get off the contemporary it knows you're the contemporary now it's got okay hey you want the menu for contempo cafe exactly here's, here's the hours of yep. the pool like yep. that would be awesome it's like i mean they're tracking you anyway so what's you know what's the difference if, <laughs> like- if you have your phone in your pocket they you know like if you have the app and you're on property they know what's going on turn your location services on have the magic band linked to your phone. You know, you link it through the M- through the MDE, and then it just sends the information from MDE to the. To, it's almost like a cheap Apple Watch. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, or sell that, and then also make it available for Apple Watch if you want. You know, yeah. I don't. It, I I love if you want to talk about magic band plus. Like, let's really bump it up. You know what I mean? Charge people. I'll pay it. I'll pay 150 bucks for one for one band that I can inter interchange to other you know bands. But it's something you're using. That's the thing. It's like you're getting something. Yeah. You're using it. It's not like you're just throwing money to the wind. Like it's something that you're actually going to get use out of and a benefit out of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That when it's things like that, I don't mind paying for it. You know, yeah. but so I, I agree with you. There's a lot they could do with it. Um, you know, just we'll we'll see. I mean, I know Disney's not known for their IT. We all know that. But hey, you never know. This is a step in the right direction. They were going away from magic bands and now they're introducing this. So maybe they were back in the magic band kind of business. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, it was on my list as well. And I hope that uh, I hope it does well, because uh, I like the magic bands. I, I still even as an annual pass holder, I still travel with mine. I keep it in the car with me. So if I ever pop into the parks, I have it with me. So. Yeah, nope, I agree. And I think a lot of people are going to be really excited as we close this portion of the uh, show up uh, to see trams coming back in 2022. 
Yeah, man, we're, have, we're started there already. We got them at the uh, Magic Kingdom, and uh, let's get them rolling to the other places. So, absolutely, especially look now that my father, you know, has had knee replacement surgery. You take that kind of stuff for granted, and like there are people that like yeah, they can walk to the parks, but like if you could save them that extra effort in the beginning and the end of their day, that's a huge bonus. So yeah, let's bring those back. You don't realize how much you may appreciate the trams, which typically we walk it back to the car at the end of the night, but to have the opportunity. Man, after a long day, it's needed. It's definitely needed. And speaking of trams, Justin, you know, when you've had a great day in the park and uh, you get to sit on that tram and take a nice relaxing ride out to your car, why don't you go ahead and uh, post a, a picture or two from your great day in the Magic Kingdom or Epcot or any of the parks in our one of our Facebook groups and uh, to share your experience with everybody else. And uh, with that in mind, it brings us to our well, my favorite uh, topic of the week, and that is the uh, Picks of the Week. Picks of the week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. All right, Justin. So, uh, who is your first pick of the week? Man, this was hard because we, it's the only time of year we take a break is Christmas and New Year's. We take two weeks off. And so we have pictures, man, over the holidays. But um, I got to go four parks one day wins every time for me. Uh, and that is Sean Miranda. Him and his daughter, uh, he said his daughter challenged him to do four parks in one day. And with park hopping starting at 2 p.m. as a challenge, I bet, man, talk about making the parks, four parks one day challenge tough, is you can't do anything until after 2 p.m. Um, but they did it. So I am super, super, super excited for you guys. And look, we've always talked about on this show how Disney's not about the rides, you know, and all that, but it's about creating those memories. And the fact that you and your daughter had this time together. And I'm sure you were pushing towards the end of the day to try to get that fourth park in and to and to plan it together and, and have those times. It's, it's really special. So absolutely love it. Uh, happy New Year to you guys. I'm, I'm really, really happy you did it. And thank you for posting in the group, too. Really enjoy it. Yeah, four parks in one day is awesome, man. I think I've done it a couple of times. It's hard. I mean, you really got to run around. but I've never done it, man. It definitely makes some good memories. It needs a little bit of coordination. You got to hustle a little bit. But uh, it's definitely a lot of fun. So uh, kudos to them. Mine is... and. It, so scrolling through you know our Facebook feed, Justin, and uh, speaking about geeking out with people with like-mindedness like ourselves, right? Um, my pick goes to Irene Smith, and she posted a picture of, she says, brunch anyone starting the new year. And it looks like some kind of like breakfast Danish, and she's drinking coffee but and some pretty flowers as well in the background. But she's drinking out of a DDP patron member mug. And I'm picking this because I've seen a lot of these photos not only in our Patreon group, but also in our regular Facebook group. And I just think it's really cool that all of our Patreon members are, I guess, whatever tier that you're on, Justin, yeah, yeah. you know the tiers better, uh, who received mugs, have been posting video uh, pictures of them using it, their mugs during your know, coffee or at work, whatever. And I just think it's awesome that, like, part of your day, we have an influence on part of your day. Like, you're sitting there having your morning breakfast during the new year, and you're drinking out of a DDP mug. And multiple people are doing this. I just think it's really awesome. And... Just being, like I said, this is starting year number two of me being a part of this family. I just think it's amazing. And I just love seeing that, that our our Patreon members are out there showing their stuff and using their mugs. It's just It just makes me smile. So that's my pick of the week is to Irene Smith and all of our DDP family members that use their mugs every day and post their photos. It's just, it's just really cool. Good job, guys. It's super cool, man. That patron group, no matter what tier you pick, you get a gift. Um, you know, if you start with, uh, you know, going a, a ticket all the way to E ticket, you know, the gifts, they go up and you get more as you go up tiers. But even with a ticket, I mean, you get a, get a gift and, uh, it, it's, it's super, uh, it's a super cool, um, spot, uh, to always see people with 
that DDP swag and the DDP patron swag and, and stuff like that. And so um, we'll change it up each year. You know, each year it'll be something a little different. But um, I, it really, to me, man, it's it's a hug. I mean, it's it's a hug that they, you, you know, support us and support the show, but that, that they allow us to be a part of their Disney family. And for, you know, going on now, we're into our fifth year. Um, you know, being a part of that is, is really special. We talked a little bit about how, you know, we're lucky that we get to sit and chat you know, weekly, you know, me and you and the other guys, but also the fact that we get to create these friendships and these bonds and these relationships with these people that have lasted now for, for, you know, years and years and years and will last for years to come. And, uh, it, it really is a special community it really is, you know, we're not the biggest Disney community out there by far, but I mean, interactive, positive, fun, you know, uplifting, this this is exactly you know the mindset that we all have, and it's not us that do it; it's you guys, and we appreciate you for doing that. Um, if you haven't done it, go right now and join the Facebook group, Disney Dads Podcast on Facebook. Uh, it's a it's a great place. Like I said, pictures, positivity. There is abs- there is zero zero negative uh, comments, negativity over there. None. Uh, I I challenge you to find many Disney communities that do that. Joe, you're in, you know. It's hard. It really is. No, it really. It's. I'm a member of a lot of the public groups as well. You know the annual pass holder groups, yeah, TVC yeah. groups. It's like a. It's like a landmines out there, man. You got to be careful what you say, like what questions you ask. That is not the case in this group at all. Like you could bring whatever questions you have. There's no question that's stupid. There's no picture that's stupid. Everybody's super supportive. Everybody's sharing. There are so many people that are already down in Disney World for Marathon Weekend already sharing their experiences and I love it. And I'm like saying that looks amazing and you're just kind of following along. It's just a, a very positive because there's a lot of negativity in the Disney online community. This is not one of those places. I mean, I honestly could say that. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a great place to go and just, if you want to escape for 10 minutes of the real world, I mean, you'll find, and, and people are very responsive in there too, which is, which is outstanding. So I, I love mm-hmm. it. It really is a great place to go. Yeah, definitely. And of course, you know, we we're talking about the mugs. We we're talking about the Patreon Patreon group. Um, that app is amazing. I mean, if you want, you can join. There's a tier that is definitely affordable for you. Uh, every tier, you get access to that special Facebook group, um, live events, giveaways, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, we did a really cool thing with our, our Christmas party, those people that were there. Um, I know people have already received their ornaments to the, to Tornado Relief in Kentucky that, you know, we, we, we did there. But there, there's always something going on. And so even with that intro entrance level group the 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 a level you know for two two dollars and thirty cents a month you can have access to that and then you can pick which one works best for you you know the the higher the tier you know you may get a couple more things coming you know once you get to a certain level you have the video element of the show to where you get to uh, see our smiling faces instead of just hearing our voices (laughs) uh which is always fun we put some uh, some video content in there um but it allows us to interact in a way we've never been able to before so we appreciate our patreon community for not only supporting the show but also for allowing us this new opportunity. And it's just going to grow from here. One thing I'm looking forward to, Joe, in 2022, we talked about the parks. I'm looking forward to with the DDP community is, one, our vacation. Our our trip is coming up in July. we got our cruise. We have our Disney before, Disney after, golf outing, putt-putt outing. You know, we're going to do a lot of fun stuff. I'm excited to see people and meet people that I haven't met in person yet. I'm excited to spend time with you guys, uh, you know, my, my three brothers here. And create these memories, but also I'm excited for the show and the way it's going. You know, we've had a few setbacks with this past year with, you know, my family has some stuff going on. 
uh, you know, COVID has happened, you know, all that kind of stuff. But man, we, uh, I mean, we're working on stuff that we're going to be bringing more and more content. And I am just so excited about it. Uh, bringing on some new voices every now and then. I, I'm just, I'm really excited about the path that this podcast is taking. And a lot of it starts with our Patreon community. So if, if you're interested in that, click that link below uh, right there. And like I said, for as little as $2.30 a month, you can become a, a part of that. And also something else a lot of people might not realize um, is, Joe, I just added the availability to pay in full for the year. So if you don't like a monthly charge, um, you can pay in full for the year. And there's actually a bonus to paying in full. Uh, save a little money off the top. So uh, if that's something you'd rather do, that option's there as well. So uh, something, you know, I want to throw out there and make it as easy for everyone as possible. Um, other than that, give us that virtual hug. Go down, slap us five stars if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy the community we're trying to build. Leave us a nice comment. It helps us reach more and more people. Uh, helps us reach, you know, other countries. Guys, we're heard in over 150 countries worldwide. I want to get that number up. I want to reach more and more and more and more uh, to where we can we can talk to people and maybe bring just a shred of Disney positivity to their lives, uh, even if it's just for a brief one hour every week. So um, do that. That that helps us more than you'll ever know. Uh, Joe, it's good to be here, man. Um, Absolutely, brother. I haven't talked to you a whole lot. You know, the holidays kept us all kind of busy. And uh, like I said, I was down a little sick, and you were running all over the place. You were up in my neck of the woods and with family and back down there, and Mike's been all over the place, and Dave, I think, has worked like 37 straight days in a row, it feels like. Um, but now we're back at it and we're here talking with the is, Disney is family. That really, is that really work for Dave, though? Really? I know, right? Like, how is riding rides work? He's got the magic fast pass in his hand. I mean. Yeah, he does. It's interesting. I hope he's not going to listen to this. Sorry, Dave. Nah, he won't. He's, he's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, a lot of fun, brother, tonight, as always. I'm glad it was just, and it was just me and you tonight. I know the guys are busy, yeah, but always love talking with you. Can't wait to get together in person. You know, one of these days we talked about that offline, but uh, yeah, man, looking forward to uh, Patreon. So stand by. You guys are up next. Yeah, man. Patreon family, we are going to be discussing uh, something. I've posed this question before and I put it in the group uh, for everyone to kind of have a chance to answer. And I want to get Joe's answers as well. And that is the most awkward places to be alone with a stranger in Walt Disney World. So uh, like we've always said, our Patreon is more for the adults, less for the kids. So we uh, we always go over there and it becomes more PG-13 than this show. And uh, we look forward to chatting with you there. Um, for our Disney Dads family, have an amazing week. Spread some Disney cheer. Stay positive. Smile. Keep moving forward. And we will see you next week. Have a good night, everybody. See you guys. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the and that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.